Do you wish you had reliable whole food plant-based meals that were quick, simple, and actually tasted good? Would you like to find your new favorite healthy drinks, snacks, and desserts that make you smile big? Then you're going to love the Power on Plants cookbook. Inside, you'll find our family's favorite recipes that give us more time, more energy, and more joy every single day. Our clients taste tested these recipes and have given their rave reviews. And then I gathered them all up into one delicious collection just for you. Rich Alfredo sauce, creamy tomato soup, tasty burgers, mouth-watering dressings, nacho cheese sauce, brownie batter hummus, and so many more. You no longer have to choose between healthy and delicious. Grab your cookbook and all the current bonuses at poweronplants.com forward slash cookbook today. That's poweronplants.com forward slash cookbook. Episode number three. In this podcast, we are sharing the top five reasons diets are stupid. This and more, so stick around. You're listening to the Smarter Healthy Living Podcast, where we firmly believe that getting healthy should never feel like torture. We're your host, Jared and Anita Roussel. We're college sweethearts and health professionals who help you redefine what getting healthy looks like using a whole food plant-based lifestyle. It's time to hear from the experts and learn the best tips and tricks that helped others get beyond the overwhelm to create a vibrant life they love. If you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, you're in the right place. So pull up a virtual chair, grab your matcha latte, and let's get started. Hey friends, welcome back. This is Jared and Anita, and we are co-founders of Smarter Healthy Living, and today we're talking with you about how to break a wrong mindset. Now, you've probably heard again and again that if you want to lose weight, diets are the answer. But as you know from our intro, we firmly believe that getting healthy should never feel like torture. And in the end, that's what diets deliver. Now, it's a process you hate. Think about it. You start off doing these things that you don't enjoy doing to lose weight, sometimes to get healthy, but generally the points to try to lose weight. And in the end, you are going to have to continue living that way for the rest of your life if you want to maintain any results you get from the diet. So today, we're going to share with you the top five reasons we believe diets are stupid. Yes. Now, one thing I do want to point out is that we like to make the distinction between diet and lifestyle when it concerns whole food, whole food plant-based living. Many will say diet, but it's really, it's so much more than that. And again, diet seems to give the idea of, I've got to give up so much stuff. I've got to live this life of misery. So we refer to it as lifestyle. Now, if you ever hear us slip up and accidentally say whole food plant-based diet, I want you to reach down to your little podcast app. There's a little zap button. It sends a little mild shock up to our <laughs> microphone. And then we realize, oh, nope, we did it wrong. Yeah. So, But we don't call it a diet because it is not a diet. And you'll understand why by the end of this episode, because we're going to talk about those five reasons. And these are only five of the reasons. There's so many more. But we thought after five, we'd all pretty much have the idea of what we're talking about here. <laughs> So number one is diets are restrictive. Now you feel like I can't have this thing I want. That's how you feel with dieting. I can't have this. I can't have that because it starts off with thinking deprivation instead of thinking about all the things you can have. And then what happens? Those things they say, you cannot ever have this, right? That's all you think about. Listen, if somebody tells me I can't have pasta, 
What's the one thing I'm absolutely going to think about around the clock? Do you know, Jared? Do you know what it is? It's going to be pasta. <laughs> it's pasta. Absolutely. That's, right? That's all I'm going to crave. Really, I'm going to actually crave it because I feel like I can't have it. And you're not learning in a diet how to have it in a different way, in a better way. You're just learning you can't have that thing ever again. And that's a deprivation mindset. So what would help me is to know a different way to have my pasta. So instead of thinking, I can't have you, I love you pasta, right? I need to change that mindset to how can I have? So again, instead of thinking, I can't have, I need to change the way of thinking to, I can't, how can I have? How can I have? So for example, just these are just a few quick examples with noodles, all right, pasta. I can have veggie noodles, noodles made with whole grains. There are tons of different options here. Will they all be good? Will I love every one of them? <laughs> Come on, let's be honest. No, there are going to be some duds out yeah. there. And you may try two or three and you think, oh, that's disgusting. But we want to encourage you that that doesn't mean that they're all bad. Yeah, or that you won't enjoy some. Because we went through a few until we found the ones that we really, really liked. So, and sometimes it wasn't taste. Sometimes it was texture. They mm-hmm. came out a little goopy. Yeah, that's a good point. And it just, it was just not good. So why refined pasta? Absolutely. It's not good for you. But there are a ton of different ways to have your pasta and eat it too, so to speak. So what you want to do is focus on what you can have and get those same flavors in the way that you love in your usual dishes. But you're going to have them in a way that make you feel good, that makes your body feel well and fuels you well. So with restriction right, with this number one, this whole restrictive thing, your body actually responds by slowing your metabolism. I want you to think about that for a minute. When you restrict, when you eat smaller portions, when you have to control the amount that you eat, your body physically responds by slowing your metabolism because it doesn't want to starve. And this literally makes it harder for you to lose weight. So just by the very act of being restrictive, diets set you up to fail. They sabotage you. They actually Mm -hmm. work against what you're trying to achieve. Mm -hmm. And then number two is, and it kind of goes along with number one, but it's a bit different. They set you up for cheat days. So you spend your time dreaming about when can I eat next? When's my next meal? And when's my next cheat day? And typically what people will do is they'll do six days of their restrictive diet so that on the seventh day, they can then just eat whatever Mm -hmm. they want. Mm -hmm. And really, why are you set up for cheat days? Well, because the food doesn't taste good. Maybe it's bland. Maybe it's just not the way you like it. But you have to prep it that way because you have to stay within a number of points or calories. And we'll get to that. But um, sometimes you just come to believe that bland food is the trade-off for being healthy. That's sad. Think about that for a minute. I have to eat nasty tasting food for the rest of my life because I need to keep the weight off. Or maybe in the back of your mind, you're thinking I want to get healthy, so I'm going to lose weight to get healthy. But the truth is, you need food that you enjoy. You need a way of living that brings life and healing because if you can create that kind of life for yourself, you're going to continue that for the rest of your life. There's a difference. Dieting, no one's going to want to continue that forever. Because even if you can do it for the length of time that you want to diet, to reach whatever goal you have, the truth is 
95% of people who actually do lose weight on diets regain that weight plus some additional weight within one to five years. Think about that for a minute. You go through all of that and then you're going to regain the weight back. So when you live this way and you set yourself up for cheat days unknowingly, you're thinking and dreaming about, oh, I'm going to have the good stuff on the cheat day. Well, what does that teach you? And what does that say to yourself when you're waiting and living for that cheat day and for the good stuff? What does that say about the stuff you're eating on a regular basis? The things that you have to eat on your diet? I think it tells you that it's not good, that you don't like it. It's miserable. You might even go so far as to say disgusting. Mm-hmm. Right. And so when you don't enjoy it, It's miserable. You don't want to live that way. You don't love how you eat. You don't love how you're living. There's no need for cheat days when you do love that, when you do love how you're eating. Now, this leads us to reason number three. With diets, there is a huge focus on numbers. Counting calories, keeping up with points, macros, weigh-ins, the list goes on. Uh, And really, who (laughs) wants to do that for the rest of your life? Now, in the beginning... When you have this goal of, of, I want to lose 10, 20, 30 pounds, whatever it is, you feel like it's just a necessary part of the process. So you do it, you put in the work, you count all these little numbers and things, and you do it, but then as you get the results and you start to reach your goal, you, you don't really honestly want to keep doing that. You think of all the things, the time you're losing, time you're spent away for, or spending away from the other things that you love to be doing, spending with family, going out, enjoying your life. Well, I think about just on a regular basis. Say you're going out to eat. I'm going out to a restaurant. I'm sitting with my family. We open it up, open up the menu. Maybe they have calories listed on there. So I'm ordering what I want based on calories. Or I'm trying to add it up in my head. I'm trying to add up all this stuff. Or use an app a, tracker. Every, yeah. <laughs> and everybody's having a great conversation and we're sitting there. And I'm sitting over there worried about what I'm going to eat because of the numbers that are inside that food. Instead of being able to know what options are really healthy for me and good for me and will fuel my body well that I can put together quickly and then enjoy the rest of the meal. It's just so much stress around food. It's just It, it adds sad. too much. So in reality, all the things that we've been taught up to this point really is setting us up for long-term failure. Mm -hmm. Zeroing in on the numbers can cause an unhealthy obsession. So again, even if you hit your weight goal, at that point, you're just so ready to be done with it, you're just done. Mm -hmm. Now, this leads us into number four, which the next problem is, is that the goal of most diets is strictly weight loss, not your health. Focusing on weight does not address the root problem, which is getting the nutrients that your body is craving. It's what it needs to bring the healing and what we have seen in our own lives and other lives and in in just so many testimonials is that once you do that, your body has what it needs and that weight actually starts to come off. Well, that's what happened to us. That's our story, right? I mean, like a side effect. Mm -hmm. We're eating for our health trying to get healthy, looking at what do we need to do? How can we get more whole plant foods? And as we started to do that, we developed ways that we enjoyed to do it. We found and created great recipes that that made us feel good and started making some of these other changes. And bit by bit, over the course of time, the weight just came off. 
And all of a sudden we realized, hey, my clothes are loose and we weren't even trying to lose weight. And the irony with all of this is, is that for the people that do achieve that weight loss, that there's a term you'll hear called TOFI, two, I'm sorry, T-O-F-I. It means thin outside, fat inside. And what that is referring to is that in the people that have lost the body fat, the body weight, there is still fat around their insides and their belly, around their organs and all that, that still gives them the the health problems that they have. So it's not addressing, again, the root issue. So what you're saying is you could look over and see somebody who looks skinny and feel envious of them, but really a lot of times they're not any better off and may even be worse off than you are on the inside. Yes, and their lab work, if they go to their doctor, their lab work may be just as bad. Their cholesterol mm-hmm. and you know, just all the other markers that you that, that your doctor would look up. So that then takes us to number number five. five. Then the other thing is they just leave you so frustrated, so confused and wondering, what should I do? But you hear over and over again that diets are the answer. So you think, well, I've just done something wrong. I just didn't do it right. Or that just must have been the wrong diet for me. And so then what do you do? You think diets are the answer. So you're going to search for the next one. And you're going to start the misery all over again. It's a vicious cycle and it has to be broken if you want to create a life that you love and be able to continue living that way for a lifetime. So if diets aren't a good option, what should you do? You need to find a simple and delicious way to get more healthy, whole plant foods into your life that you really actually enjoy. Because... Whole plant foods by nature just have less calories and they're more filling. That way, there's no restriction. There's no need to count calories or points and look at all of those things. And you create a life you love that you can actually continue and be happy about it. Eating more plant foods leads to healing because it gets to the root problem. It provides your body with the nutrients you need and it leaves less room for the foods that have been sabotaging your health. There's no need to diet. You just don't need to do that to yourself. This week, what you can do is find just one or two ways, just one or two, that you can get more whole plant foods into your life. If you eat chili and you like it, try leaving out the meat and adding in some other things. Add smoked paprika to get that meaty, smoky flavor. Add a bunch of chopped up vegetables. like, And you can add black beans, lentils, kidneys, pinto beans, Chilies are great with sauteed veggies like onions and garlic and red and orange and and yellow bell peppers. Just think about a lot of color, a lot of flavor. Get those same textures in there that you can get with the lentils and things like that that are meaty. So how about adding more flavor by putting in some salsa instead of just that standard box or can of plain tomatoes? You could add in some extra cumin or chili seasoning or garlic to bump up the flavor. And why not get the kids involved? Make it fun. Make it a family chili night. Find one or two new whole plant food meals that you love and get them into your schedule on a regular rotation. Thanks for tuning in today. Right now, take a minute to hit that follow or subscribe button and leave a comment. We'd love to hear from you and find out what you want to hear in upcoming episodes. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you soon in the next episode.